to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse, now in podcast form. This week is part of our continuing spooky October coverage, which I guess this is actually starting with. For this episode, we have Shannon from Struchi Movies back, and this time we have just gotten done watching the 1982 science fiction film Swamp Thing. How are you doing, Shannon? Doing well. Doing well. I like Swamp Thing. I enjoyed it. It wasn't great, but there was a lot to like about it. I guess parts of it were charming. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a weird, weird movie. I was sort of going over a bit of the history of Swamp Thing. Do you have, like, any prior knowledge or relation of of the character? I have a, like, a collection of Alan Moore's DC stuff that I read when I was, so that I read probably 10 years ago, and I think there's a Swamp Thing story in that, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I didn't, like, reread it. I don't have it with me. So, so I have like a vague idea of he's like an intelligent, like sort of gentle, at least in what, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he sort of changed from a generic monster who was a good person at heart to a plant elemental who was part of this thing called the green that was all of the plant life on the earth. And he was sentient and. He had weird sex as a potato, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and there there was the uh, time where he turned himself into tobacco, so John Constantine smoked him. That way he <laughs> could have a baby with his wife, and that baby was inadvertently, for other reasons, the Antichrist. Sounds very complicated. Yeah, and very comics. weird. But, uh, like, the main series is, uh, I've only read the Alan Moore stuff, and there's still stuff that I have not gotten to, because it was a... Long run and a super weird run, but it's one it of those. Seems weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's very trippy, and there's a bit more like generic comic book stuff going, and a bit of a monster of the week thing. But uh, it's one of those characters who stuck around, even though he like came out at the same time as Marvel's uh, Swamp Monster Man Thing, which we could theoretically do as well. That's also on Hulu Plus. <laughs> And they, like, came out within a month of each other because the two guys who created them were actually, like, really close friends, even though they're working at Marvel and DC separately. Cool. Uh, but yeah, this was a Wes Craven movie, and for a second I thought I hadn't seen any others, and then you reminded me, oh yeah, I've seen Scream, which... Uh, like, made a lot of things make sense because uh, Abby, the... I'd say she's more the main character than Swamp Thing in this movie. Like, she is beating the hell out of people. Like, she is taking swings. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I know a lot of people complain, like, I haven't seen it, but, like, the, the scientist lady in Jurassic World, like, walking around in heels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie had none of that. She was, I mean, she wasn't, like, a superhuman, like, soldier lady. But she did not, she got away from those guys over and over. She gets captured by mercenaries, mm-hmm. and they can only keep her for, like, two minutes, and then she runs away, like, beats them up and runs away. It was yeah. great. I have no idea what her position there was, though, like. <laughs> I think she's a scientist. Was she a scientist? She never I, did any science. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like, we see her, like, coming in in relationship to, like, all of the military people, uh. The weird guy with the Australian accent who turns out to be Arcane. And uh, then the Hollands who, like, I thought this, and I'm not sure if you thought it too, that they were married, but no, they're brother and sister. I thought that at first. 
Yeah, yeah. And you keep on the locket with you and your brother's picture in it. Like, they mentioned, isn't he married? They, like, mention his wife. Somebody I, talks about Helen's wife. And she's never in the movie. She's, like, never. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, like, they were super weirdly close. And then, like, oh, well, I guess since they found a uh, formula that makes explosive plant life for some reason. <laughs> and then, like, Holland's sister just sticks her hand into it and's like, oh, look at this. And then starts flinging it everywhere. It's like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? This is not science. It's like firecrackers or something. It's very, not a very controlled lab environment. And like, they had the weasel that, or the possum that was like in the water tank and then they just put it into a fish tank with a lid on it. <laughs> Alessandro. Alessandro was his name. That poor possum thing. <sighs> When I when Bruno gets shrunk down after taking the serum, I thought that he had like that his DNA had combined with the possum thing. That's what he looked like to me. I thought it was. I didn't realize that it was. Like, you were talking about that like Fantastic Four nonsense of like it brings out what you, you really are. You're like yeah. a plant dude or like a pig monster. <laughs> it, Deep down, you are a pig monster with really good sword skills. Yeah, yeah, a pig swordsman with like tiny little eyes and a big mane. I have, like, still no idea why they did that, because, like, what I had said was in the comics, he's sort of like a spider creature, and, like, his body keeps transforming each time, and here it just makes no sense at all. <laughs> it's like rubber outfit fight. Yeah. It's the climax, as they're, like, wrestling in the swamp, and then he, like, fixes her chest. She gets stabbed, and it's like, oh, no, but she's, like, barely bleeding, and she just got, like, stabbed in the chest. And he, like, puts some stuff on it, and she's fine. And she's like, whoa, you healed me? And I was like, why are you... Like, you're not surprised that anything else has happened that you just saw, but you're, like, shocked that you got healed. I thought that was funny that she was like, whoa. The movie makes, like, so many weird choices, and I don't think any of them are necessarily as as weird as Jude. I was about to say, we haven't even talked about Jude. I feel like Jude's the only person of color in the whole movie, right? Uh, no. It's all white. No. I only saw like white people. There was the uh, one military guy. Uh, I want to say his name was like Tyrone or something like sort of stereotypically black. Uh, mm -hmm. Pulling up the cast list. Uh, and he didn't even make it onto the cast list. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember him. Yeah, because they, they had like a whole bunch of. Uh, soldiers but there was like one other black guy and it was i think he was one of the first people who got killed in the movie yeah because i think both of them were like pre-jude so i wasn't thinking about it and then jude comes in yeah this this movie is just strange so he's like like around 14 and he like owns a gas station he like lives in the gas station i have no idea <laughs> he's working at the gas station he's got a pink boat mm -hmm. with a little doll on it i don't understand yeah, and he just, like, he knows where all the abandoned houses are, because he, like, takes Abby, and it's like, oh, I know where you can get some clean clothes. Like, <laughs> and he's changed his clothes, too, at that point. <laughs> he did, like, at least, like, three outfits, right? Yeah. Like, well, it's the, the first outfit, then the jersey, then the red shirt at the end. Yeah, this, the movie is just, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what the message of it was, or the <laughs> point of it was. But, I mean, you, you had the amazing uh, fight with the pontoon boats and the uh, 
speedboats, which was pretty amazing. Where Swamp yeah, I think that was my favorite action sequence out of the when like one of the boats like flips. Yeah, I, I might say that that was the best action scene out of any movies that we've seen so far. Yeah. <laughs> and then De- yeah, definitely. There, there is some stuff I like. Well, there's like maybe 15 seconds of stuff that I really liked out of the new Fantastic Four, but outside of that. Yeah. The other one was charming, but the, I would say yeah. this is a more competent movie than the Corman Fantastic Four, for sure. Yeah. The well, more cohesive movie. It's not as entertaining, maybe. Or we, yeah. I do like the weird green lighting early on and all the wipes like you were talking about. The yeah. really weird comic, com, this is comic booky, so like the screen melts into... Yeah, no, it's like a wave wipe that just goes up and down the page. And it's like, uh, they mm-hmm. do that twice. And I, I have no idea why they chose to do that, because it's something like, oh yeah, I just found out how to use visual effects or PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, it's a comic book movie, right? Let's put in some wipes. Let's put yeah. in some weird lighting. I, I, it, made, it made me miss, like, weird... that. This and Corman Fantastic Four, maybe, like, the the sewer people in that movie, like, the weird, uh, exaggerated set design, like, the stuff mm-hmm. in this movie where the church was, like, underwater, and, like, when he he's on fire and he, like, runs out yeah. into the water, all the green light and stuff looked really cool. And then, like, most of the, the fact that the serum was, like made to look bright green and posts like yeah that was cool i wanted more of that yeah no i mean it was definitely happy to wear its comic book comic bookiness on its sleeves and i think that was to its benefit because i mean it it would be very easy to make a dour and boring swamping movie which they could have done but like this was entertaining from the weird uh, party that uh, Arcane was having where it's like, oh, no one's going to comment on uh, Adrian Barbeau being, like, tied up with ropes. <laughs> There's just, yeah. Oh, yeah, and there was a uh, black woman at the party scene, though she was not given a name. She was just party guest. Party guest lady. Yes. So that's three minority characters. <laughs> Ooh, well, I mean, uh, Jude's interesting. Mm-hmm. I... Wouldn't call it, like, a stereotypical role. He's just, like, a dude. He says some weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, like... What? Is that, like, a... I don't know. I wanted him to be... Because he was so entertaining, and so it just, like, seems so out of place. Yeah, or there was the, uh... Uh, Abby's like, is there a gun here? And he's like, what kind of place do you think this is? Of course there is. <laughs> Which was... It pulls out this, like, old gun. Yeah. And it just explodes in her hand and doesn't do anything. Yeah, but I mean, she still runs out there and is, like, ready to chase him down. And then she, like, falls, and then it cuts. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts back, and she's standing up again, and she's, like, running. Yeah, and there's, like, oh, we need to get out of this swamp, and Jude is just, like, paddling the uh, rowboat the entire time. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, yeah, that that sounds like a plan. Yeah, it's like, like, let's get back to headquarters on a little pink rowboat. Let's get back to the Pentagon. And then, is, no one will ever catch us. Fine. And then there was also uh, Barrett, who I think deserves mention, the uh, main henchman. Mm-hmm. Who I had referred to as uh, Rambo Starburns. <laughs> yeah. Just like, sad Stallone. Creepy Stallone. Mm-hmm. 
little bandana. And then the, there was the uh, weird thing where, like, all of the mercenaries had, like, different color camo on for no mm-hmm. apparent reason. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, sure. That, that's something that would happen here. It was Bruno at the beginning, right, who had almost, like, antlers made of sticks coming out. He had, like, tree branches. One of them did at the beginning of the movie, and they had, like, le- and it was just, like, it looked silly mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm not entirely sure also why they were wearing camouflage in the, uh, like, swamp. Because they, well, and then there was the uh, guy who they were, like, killing at the beginning who they were hunting down. And it's like, why? So much like, of the Like, who movie... was that guy? The snake guy? I think that was the, uh... The guy they woman... menaced with a snake? Yeah. Who they, uh, stabbed in the dick with a snake. I, I think yeah. I think that was who Abby was replacing, but they really didn't do the narrative job of explaining why she was replacing him. Just like, oh, yeah. I guess they're going to murder him now. Oh, we got a broad in the swamp now. Yep. Oh, why are you saying that? <laughs> and then it that was like there was the pointless nude scene in the swamp. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's a pretty, a fairly strong character. And- all this stuff, and then it's like, no, well, she's taking a bath in the swamp, which I was thinking, like, if she just, like, walked out and was covered in leeches or something, that's what would actually happen if you just, yeah. like, stepped well, nude into a swamp It's in like the middle uh, of the day. Oh, I guess she wanted to feel clean? No, that swamp is, like, filled with moss and algae and something. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that sort of gets most of the movie across. How did you think the acting was in this movie? It was fine. I don't think anybody was bad. Jude was definitely weird. I thought I, mean, I thought it was pretty well acted for the kind of like lower budget movie that it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Ray Wise is the guy from um, Twin Peaks. Yeah, Leland Palmer. I thought he was really good at the beginning, a little hammy, but mm-hmm. like he had a lot of uh, energy, probably a lot more than the female lead did. Adrian and Jude Barbell. was weird, but... Uh, yeah. fun to watch <laughs> and Arcane was interesting like he's apparently an actor who's been in a whole bunch of stuff and uh, they did actually have a different actor for Ritter who was the Australian uh, personality which uh, his image from the movie is his IMDB photo and then Dick <laughs> Durek was uh, the actual Swamp Thing actor and Ben Bates was the Arcane monster as they wrote down <laughs> So three different people for the villain. Yeah, and uh, I did find, previously when I looked into it, I thought that uh, Reggie Batts, who played Jude, had done like a few other things, but his main thing that he's done beyond this, that he has credits on, is he appeared as himself in something called I Am Jude. So, (laughs) get that money. I think I saw something too that was some special features thing, it was like Hey Jude or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and then, uh, like, Arcane's weird secretary, like, I guess she was the secretary, was uh, played by Mimi Craven, who I think is probably Wes Craven's daughter or cousin or something of that nature. Oh, yeah, I would assume that. Who was, like, randomly just doting on Arcane for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it... This was a movie. But I'm it, glad I watched it. I've seen. It reminded me. Have you seen a Deadly Prey? I have it's like not. bad action film. If if this had been like more poorly made, the action segments of it, because it's a little bit truncated, because it's like weird comic booky quirky stuff, and then it's just like a straight action scene. 
Mm-hmm. And I definitely preferred the strange comic book elements because there, there were a lot of like, there was a lot of fighting before Swamp Thing would even like show up. That you'd get like a third of the way through an action scene that he'd like stand in the road and flip a car or whatever. Which <laughs> so, was amazing. Yeah, which is great. I feel like there needed to be more of uh, that going on. Because mm-hmm. if it's just like a straight action movie, there's nothing really like as unique or interesting. And you can sort of see like a philosophy underlying the movie somewhere, but it's sort of muddled and vague. And um, If you're a plant on the inside, you'll become a plant on the outside too. <laughs> exactly. This was a shorter one, I think, because the movie was not as bad or overly ridiculous. We have less to talk about, but I enjoyed the movie. It was fun rewatching it because it had been a few years for me. Uh-huh. Uh, Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. We normally update on Sundays unless we have bonus episodes like this. Uh, be sure to come back for our upcoming Halloween spooktacular episode. And uh, you can find us and information at multiversalq.com. At MultiversalQ on Twitter, uh, email us at MultiversalQ at Gmail, and I'm at Coltreg on Twitter. And where can people find you, Shannon? You can find me on Twitter at Plenty of Alcoves for my personal account, and all my web series stuff is at Struchi Movies. That's S T R U C C I. You can check all that out too. Cool. Well, thank you for uh, coming on the podcast and watching the movie with me. Thanks. It was fun. I don't know if I would have seen it otherwise. It was totally worth it. <laughs> Well, it's good to get those Halloween movies in, because it is the season. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. Bye.